Welcome to the Garden Wise Show with Colorado's most knowledgeable and entertaining garden experts, the Garden Wise Guys, Keith Funk and Jim Borland. Get ready for gardening tips that you can use right now, new plants, hot products, and the latest from horticultural science. The lines are open, so call into the Legend Studio now, 303-477-2473. 303-477-2473. On the air since 1994, the Garden Wise Guys have the answers to your questions about gardening in the high-altitude desert of the Colorado Front Range. And now, here are your hosts, the Garden Wise Guys. And as promised, here are the Garden Wise guys, Jim Borland and Keith Funk, here on the Garden Wise Show on Legends 810. The tip of the week. This is the Garden Wise wise advice. Do you know how you can keep your chocolate cake moist? Hmm. By eating it all in one sitting. (laughs) That's my favorite way. I do like that chocolate cake. Moist chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah. With lots of frosting. Uh preferably chocolate frosting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but pretty much any frosting will do. <laughs> the sugar frosting is pretty good, too. It's just an ordinary, you know, mix up sugar and one and one else goes into it. Yeah. I'm not a cook. And I don't play one on TV, either. No. But no. I do watch them on TV. I, I, I do. I, I can't say I've really learned anything. <laughs> just from <when> watching. <laughs> I've learned what not to do. Like what, for instance? I don't know. I don't remember. I just see them make lots of mistakes. Yeah, they do. Not to get in a hurry. I've always wondered on these cooking shows, these competition cooking mm-hmm. shows, and they say, oh, you have to make this, this special tort or whatever, and you have 60 minutes. Yeah. When you know it's going to take three hours. <laughs> and they've never done it before. And by the way, there are no instructions. Right. And you think, okay, so you're just setting them up to fail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, totally unrelated to watching something on cable TV, which we don't get at home. And see if you run across, if you get cable. There's a show that, it's a competition. There were, I think, four or five, maybe as many as six judges. And the competition was very, uh, I think it were six people lined up. And they had to, to make themselves up as ghouls. Okay. And the, the competition was who did the best job. Okay. Right. And I want to tell you, some of these were really scary looking people. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I only watched a couple minutes of it, but that's something I would watch. Well, uh, aside from the great British baking show, which I just adore, there was a show, I think it was called Crime Scene Kitchen. Mm. And the contestants... Were each they, they were typically in pairs, and they were given access to this kitchen <coughs> after something had been made. And they have to go through and find clues as to what it was that was made, and then go back to their kitchen and make it. But they don't really know what exactly <laughs> was made. Okay. And then the person who gets closest to the actual mm-hmm. answer <coughs> wins. Wins, yeah. yeah. The other show similar to that is that all the contestants are given a covered box of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's all food stuff. And go, and you open the box up, and it's the weirdest looking stuff, and they had to make something out of that. Right, yeah. Well, there's chopped. <laughs> and you get this basket of stuff, and make a dessert. 
make an appetizer, yeah. make a main course out of jelly beans and <laughs> goose feet. <laughs> goose feet. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting stuff. It was. Uh, yeah, it's strange stuff that we watch on TV. How can we waste our time? So uh, let's go find out if JT has ever had any jelly bean and goose feet pate. <laughs> Good morning, JT. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd remember. <laughs> no kidding. So what's up with you today, JT? I've got a couple of issues. First thing is I've still got some rose bushes with flowers on them. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are they going to continue growing? Well, it's going to get cold sometime, and then they'll stop. But we've had a couple of days when it's gotten down into the 20s. Well, I, I know. they're yeah. Well, they're, you know, roses are some of the, the stupidest plants in the landscape. Yeah. That if those rose plants were growing in Florida, they would continue growing and blooming all year long. They wouldn't stop. Okay. And so up here... They would. They try to do that, and Mother Nature says, mm, "I don't think so. We're going to go to you know ten below zero, and that's going to put a stop to that." Right. <clears throat> so, what should I do with the st- still trim the the dead? Well, yeah, you can you can cut the dead stuff out of a plant anytime. It doesn't matter whether it's a rose or a shrub or a tree. If it's dead, it's dead. It's not coming back. Well, it's still got flour on it. Well, in that case, I'd take a lawn chair out there and just sit there and enjoy admire it. Enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> or cut some flowers, bring them in the house, and enjoy them in the house. Yeah, there you go. Well, they're, they're almost past being enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, they're not the best looking. Yeah. But yeah, definitely you want to deadhead them after the flowers go over. Okay. Okay. And what about a lavender? We've got a row of lavender that still has purple yeah. on it that I've, I didn't well, cut them down. You know, when normally when the plant goes through that in the springtime, I cut back the dead stuff. Yes. There's still some live stuff Well, Yeah, it. I would, again, I, I would enjoy that even when the flowers dry, sometimes they stay kind of purplish. Uh-huh. And, and those will eventually go brown, and like you said, next uh, spring you can cut the, the dead stuff off. Yeah. And don't cut too far down into them. No, lavender doesn't like a hard prune. Really? Yeah. Well, this, these things haven't been hard pruned for about 30 years. All right. I wouldn't start now. <laughs> <laughs> so just work around the periphery? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question is, unfortunately, the back fence, the fence in my backyard is about to crash. And I've got a honeysuckle that is growing up on the fence. Uh, I really like that honeysuckle plant. It attracts a lot of butterflies and things sure. like mm-hmm. that, and hummingbirds. <clears throat> How I'm, I'm afraid it's going to, a lot of it's going to be gone when I rebuild the fence. You might be able to, and only you'll be able to determine this, you might be able to lay that, disengage it from the fence and and lay it down. Yeah. You might be able to work around it to put the new fence up. Otherwise, you can cut it to the ground or close to the ground. But that was my next question, is how far down can I cut it without killing the plant? I think I'd leave six to eight inches. Six to eight. Yeah. In the spring? In the spring. 
not now. No, no. It probably still has green leaves on it. Yeah. And even so, those, those stems are important. There's a lot of food reserves in those stems that help the plant make it through the winter. Okay. Okay. But if the guys want to replace the fence now, it's, it's try and lay it down. Yeah, if yeah. you can, lay it, lay it back. And if you can't do that, you might be able you might be able to trim a little bit a little bit of it back, just to provide access for the fence people. But I try to leave at least fifty percent of it intact until until spring. Okay, I'm I'm writing this down. Uh, What's the best thing to do to rejuvenate a a vegetable garden? I've pulled out the plants. I'm now looking at a bunch of dirt. I'd put lots of compost in there and, and dig it in. Would that be dry leaves? Or um, well, compost. Uh, the the dried leaves have not uh, deteriorated yet. They have not uh, uh, composted. Yeah. So you want you want some actual finished compost? Yeah. Okay. I've I've got a, a one of those little square containers of that. I can toss that out there. Yeah, toss it out and and uh, just over you know turn it over. Now, in the past, when I've turned those turned it over, uh, I I have better luck by leaving fairly large chunks. Of yeah, I would say just turn it over and and don't work it. You know, okay. don't try to chop it up. The winter time will break it all down. Okay. Okay. Well. You may want to turn it over again in the spring. Not with my back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mine too. I think I'm older than you guys. I'm I'm not into forking and all that good stuff. Hey, uh, I have I haven't been in, been into digging things up since I was in my forties. Yeah, I agree with that. How about raspberries? Cut them how far down? Well, the the old stems, the stems that fruited this year, you can cut to the ground. The the new stems that grew this year, I would cut back to four or five feet tall. I'm not sure they're that tall at all. I'm, they aren't that big. <clears throat> then then they're not happy. No, it's that's been there thirty years too. So ah okay, well it might be time to thin them out. Pull them and put in new bushes, or or fertilize the socks out of them. Well, I I just go through and prune out, you know, all the all the old wood, anything that's weak and not vigorous and 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 nice and thick and vigorous. Prune all that out now to the ground and leave only and it's going to look kind of sparse. Yeah. But, but leave only the thickest most vigorous canes that grew this year. Right. And then next spring before they leaf out, then start fertilizing and watering and mulching. All right. Yeah, and it sounds like you need to water a little more. Mhm. Because they should put on six or eight feet of growth a year. <clears throat> I don't think they have for as long as we've had them. How 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 do you water them? Uh, it's it's part of the sprinklers that uh, does a spray on it. I run it for what an hour? No, for for ten minutes at a time, twice a day. For how many days a week? Every other day. <coughs> Yeah, see, that's just that's just wetting the top maybe half inch or inch of soil. Okay. And those plants have roots down a foot deep. Yeah, and they keep coming up in different locations. Oh yeah, yeah. In the middle of the lawn. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The the better you treat them, the more that's going to happen. Uh-huh. That's unavoidable. I actually get some of those shoots coming up 
through a whiskey barrel that's a couple of feet away from <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Those those roots go everywhere, and they and they need deep water, not just that shallow ten minute water. Okay, very good. Well, that'll give me something to do. There you All go. All right. <laughs> Thanks much, and I really enjoy your show. Well, thank you, JT. It's good to hear from you again. Sun today. What's that? We've had nice sun for a couple of days, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at overcast. Yeah, it is overcast, but it's going to be a warmish day. So. Okay. Well. Once again, thanks much, and I appreciate your knowledge. You betcha. Thanks for calling. You bet. Speaking of vegetable gardens, I have growing in my vegetable garden a red twig dogwood. Why? I don't know. It was a volunteer. It's one of those plants that I probably would never have bought, so I know I didn't buy it. My wife didn't buy it. It just appeared. Birds? Must be. But it turns out to be a decent-looking plant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, it is full of yellow leaves, which I didn't expect at all. Oh, yeah. It looks very good. And the stems underneath are starting to color up. It's like, wow, I may have to keep this. <laughs> so I'm going to have to move it for like the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the vegetable garden. Well, yeah, yeah. But I have a place for it. It's just, I don't know whether to do it this fall or, or next spring. Well, I tell yeah. you, a plant that I put in this summer that I was very impressed with the fall color, I was not expecting... Is Viburnum Juddi. Yes. And I don't know what the common name is other than Judd's Viburnum. But, um, man, did that color. A beautiful scarlet, scarlet red, burgundy yeah. color. Yep. The whole leaf and the whole plant, it just was yep. spectacular. Not all Viburnums do that. No, I guess not. Juddi's an evergreen, isn't it? No. No. It can't be. No, uh-uh, no. It's not. Well, the evergreen ones <clears throat> don't turn color. No, because they're evergreen. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have I have a, a Allegheny. Oh yeah, I have I mean, one of those too. Yeah, I, f- mm-hmm. I forget what the species is now, but uh, nice evergreen. Mm-hmm. And big flower head yeah. buds on it for next year. Yeah, it's which the grass kind of ornamental loved. Really? Yeah. I I was attracted to Allegheny because when I was in the landscaping business, maintenance. I noticed that that was one of the viburnums that the deer and elk didn't mess with. Really? And you're always looking for plants like that. Yeah, really. There's a bunch of evergreen viburnums. Maybe I wonder if that's true with all of them. Because the Allegheny is just one. There are several in that series. Mm-hmm. And I, Al, I, and Allegheny, I think it was named for something in Pennsylvania. There's an Allegheny River. Yeah, it's probably an Indian... Oh, yeah, it's an Indian name, name yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they have one called Monongahela. <laughs> that would be hard to spell. Or, <laughs> and probably That's not, to fit on a label. Probably not Punxsutawney either. <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> but I planted Jedi. <coughs> I think Jedi is a hybrid. Could be. Uh, but I planted it because of its flowers in the spring yeah. are extremely fragrant. And, you know, big heads, almost like snowball bush type heads of flowers, very, very fragrant. And I like to cut them and bring them in the house because they bloom fairly early in the spring. So you're probably not spending a whole lot of time outside sitting around no. to enjoy it. <coughs> yeah, that's but then to get that fall color. Yeah, it's not yet flip-flop weather. Right. To get that fall color is just a bonus. Even my neighbor's uh, Viburnum lantana mm. is colored up. First time I've ever seen that. But then he hasn't watered it this year at all. Yeah. 
We had one back in Kansas. It was a, like we called them leather leaf viburnums. Mm-hmm. It was an evergreen type. Big, thick, leathery yeah. leaves. Long, I can't think of, ratidophyloides. That's what it was. Yep. Viburnum ratidophyloides. Yeah, spell that three times. Yeah, no fast. kidding. We had to do that in, in plant ID classes, be able to spell that correctly. Wow. Along with liquid ambar styraciflua. <laughs> yes. And, and pseudo, pseudosugum and zeci. <laughs> I love those names. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Uh, and I still remember them all these years later. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I that's must have learned part. them good. Yeah, must have been a, a, a gooder learner. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we have people on the line don't want to talk about what? anything we've been talking about. Okay, what? Who's who's up next? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, Sean. Let's go out and talk to Margaret in Centennial about her roses. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, gentlemen. Just a quick question because I can never remember year to year. When should I put on the rose collars? I mean, I know not right now because they're still green as can be and have flowers. But yeah. when Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, okay, or that's even, kind of what I was thinking. Even okay. later. I mean, I, I would wait until the foliage is is turning brown and falling off, and we're getting into temperatures that are staying down below freezing. Yeah, some of it's season directed, and the season depending on what temperatures we we're getting this year. Okay. And as you well know, every year is different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For sure. So, okay, well, that was my only quick question because other than that, you know. And, oh, I do have one more that I think about it. You guys have said you can just leave iris and they'll be stupid and not have to be planted for months. Yeah. Is that? Okay, so I dug up some iris and I really don't have any place to put them right now and I have to figure that out. Can I overwinter them somewhere? Yeah, just uh, chunk them into the vegetable garden or something for the winter. Oh, I could do that. Okay, all right. Water them in good. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that's what I needed. Thank you very sure. much. You bet. Thanks that, for calling. Okay. Now, does that All mean right. you know everything else? <laughs> no, it means I'm not smart enough to ask any more questions <laughs> <Okay>. right now. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Yeah, with the way the weather's going right now, those roses could still be blooming at Thanksgiving. <laughs> maybe, maybe even in the Christmas. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, we'll have you, some Christmas roses. Yeah, you may not ever. You may not have to buy poinsettias this year. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And by speaking of roses, and I'm going to bring this up again until it becomes <laughs> becomes just people are going to shoot me. Um, down at the Broadmoor, in one of their many <laughs> one of their many lobbies, where in Broadmoor Hotel, one of their many lobbies, and they have lots of them apparently because it's a huge place. Uh, one of their centerpieces in the lobby, in one of the lobbies, was a bowl, a bowl or base of some sort. And it had a mound, a huge mound that had to be like two feet across, stuffed with rose, with roses, rose buds. Just that, the buds. That would open after they had put them in there. Okay. So they were tight, tight, tight. Yeah. There had to be several hundred roses in there. Wow. And you look at it and think, that can't be real. Can't, I had to go up and touch it. <laughs> Did they come slap you? No, they didn't. And I actually smelled it, too. Oh, yeah? Unbelievable. I've never seen that before. Had to be very, very expensive. Oh, well, no doubt. I don't know what rose stems are going for this time of year. I have no idea. I don't either, but places like the Broadmoor, I mean, there are flower arrangements all through the place. Yeah. And, you know, that's a great place to go and get ideas. Yeah, you want ideas, yeah. Indoors and outdoors. Yeah, that, I mean, trendy yeah. Especially in the in the the floral arrangements. I mean, the latest trends, that's yeah. where you're going to see them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So and at the outdoors too, we saw if you, people have little ponds in your backyard, I recommend putting in um, swans. Swans? Yeah. yeah. They had swans in there. No, I need pygmy swans. <coughs> they did have about sh- the size of a pigeon. They did have short-necked Canada geese. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I don't know whether they brought those in or they just flew in. <laughs> But swans? I haven't seen one of those in years. Well, if you see any pygmy swans anytime soon. Right, okay. Like I said, about the size of a pigeon. Yeah. That's that's what I'm going to need Ooh, for my be, water garden. That'd be good on your plate, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to replace those squabs. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding, people. Oh, yeah, she's just kidding. Really? I would never do that. No. Besides, like I said, I don't cook. <laughs> well, let's see. Why don't we take our first break of this hour, and when we come back, we'll talk to Willie. Uh, let's see, about, <coughs> oh, uh, the Arbor Society. I'll have to look that up while we're on break. And then next up is going to be Jolene about woodpeckers and then wh- whoever else calls in because we've got some open lines. And in the meantime, we're going to also come back and tell you how to, how to celebrate Manatee Awareness Month right here on Legends 810. As a gardener, you already know that happy, healthy roots translate to happy, healthy plants. Unfortunately, not all potting mixes are created equal. And without a good soil environment for healthy root growth, your houseplants, herbs, and other potted plants are sentenced to a life of hard labor, or worse. That's why all gardeners need to know about Fertilome Ultimate Potting Mix, the choice of professional nursery and greenhouse growers. A long-lasting, all-purpose performer, Fertilome Ultimate Potting Mix has everything necessary your plants need to thrive, including slow-release humates, to promote healthy roots and vibrant, vigorous plants. When you want to know which product works best, find out what the experts use. Fertilome Ultimate Potting Mix. Your plants will love you for it. Ask for Fertilome Ultimate Potting Mix by name at your favorite independent garden center. Jared's Garden Center, Tagawa Gardens, Wilmore Nursery, and Nick's Garden Center. Be sure and tell them the Garden Wise Guys sent you. Call into the Fix It Show with your questions about your home. Saturday morning at 9.30. Specializing in heating and cooling problems, legendary hosts Deborah and Adam bring decades of experience and award-winning expertise to their live, interactive Fix It Show. Helping your home weather Colorado's unique climate and temperature swings. You have questions, they have answers. Call into the Fix It Show every Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 on Legends. And we are back in the air taking your garden questions and also celebrating uh, this week. This is National Split Pea Soup Week. Say that three times real fast. No. That's a tough one to do. All right. Well, let's get out to the phones. We've got Willie waiting to talk to us, and I can't do that myself. There we go. Good morning, Willie. Good morning. It's good to hear your voices. Well, you too. Nice to hear from you again. What's going on? Um, I live in a neighborhood that has fairly small yards. It's an HOA. I had a neighbor call me yesterday, and uh, she's convinced that the neighbor's tree is breaking the foundation of her house. (laughs) And I don't know if this is possible. I know several people in the neighborhood are having their um, sidewalks elevated by tree roots. Right. Anyway, I told her I would call and get the proper name for the Arborist Society so that she can get a proper tree person out there to give her advice. Hmm. Well, there's a couple of them you could go with. Uh, The first one that comes to mind is the Associated Landscape Contractors 
Association. It's ALCC.com. ALCC.com. Dot com. Okay. And then there's another one um, I like to recommend is CalCap. C-A-L-C-P dot org, I believe it is. Let me double check that real quick. CalCap.org. Okay. And you want to go, uh, I guess you want to make sure it's for Colorado because there's there's some for other states as well. Uh-huh. C-A-L-C-P. Let me see here. Website. I can make sure I get that. Of course, my computer is going to be slow and obnoxious today. Well, that's the only way they can be. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> they always have to be cantankerous and hold to hold their own, I guess. That's right. Yeah, yeah it is dot org. Okay. Yeah, just put in C A L C P, Colorado, and and it'll pop right up for you. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I told her I'd call in and get this information for her, so I will give that to her. Now, it's been my experience, Willie, that the the trees don't force their way into the foundation and break the foundation. There has to be a, a weakness, a flaw, a crack, or something like that, that the tree can, uh, you know, manipulate with its roots. But it's not going to go up to a foundation. The roots aren't going to go up to a foundation and decide to break it. <laughs> yeah, that's well, I'm glad to know they haven't got those mines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's actually the same thing before uh, roots getting into sewer systems. They they don't do that by themselves. They uh, they take they find a crack. Take advantage <laughs> of the yeah. crack exactly. Yeah, I had that happen once. <laughs> yeah. Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, also, I would love to have your website so that I could get on that from time to time and see what you're doing. We don't have one. <laughs> and I know I that's weird. I, I know that's weird in this day and age, but we do not have a website. We have a Facebook page that you can keep up with us on. Okay. And that's Ask the Garden Pros. No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> There's the brain working from not working this morning. The Garden Wise Show. Okay. Because you you talk about the wonderful things you've got in your gardens and that you yeah. put them on the, the line, and I think, hmm, yeah. I'd like to see those. Yeah, that's on our Facebook page. Okay. I, I will have that ready to go. I was thinking about last week, and you talked about the different flowers that are still in bloom. Yeah. And I thought, my gosh, I happen to have a trek fence around my yard, which mm -hmm. reflects a lot of heat. <laughs> okay. And my flowers are still going crazy. Yes. I've, I've got dianthus. I've got yep. uh, Achille just starting into bloom again. I've got... Um, oh, a... Uh, uh, Column, um, oh, I can't think of the name. Peacock orchids. Peacock. I don't know. That's the common name. I, it, uh, anyway, they're the white flower, five petal with burgundy centers. Acidanthra. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bulb. It's almost like a gladiola sort of like thing, but very fragrant. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's a wonderful thing. Yes, 
uh, those those are just coming into bloom. I've got marigolds still in bloom. I've got roses. You know, you, you're talking about just so many things. I have never had everything blooming this time of year. One of the surprises of my life this year has been status. Okay. I happened to buy a box of six status plants. I put two in one planter, and I put the other four in the ground. I have status coming out the yin-yang, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> That's wonderful. Different colors? Pink, red, violet, and, and dark purple. Yeah. Wow. That's <clears throat> wonderful. That's one of those annual statuses, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah you'll see it. Those bloom all through the winter. Oh, will they? Well, the flowers <laughs> the flowers will be dead, but the, the color stays. Well, I went ahead and, and cut a number of them, uh-huh. and it said online to hang them upside down to dry them. There you go. So I did that, and now I've got them right side up in a vase, and they're just gorgeous. They'll look pretty, like I said, they'll look pretty all winter long. Uh-huh. I plan to enjoy. <laughs> there you go. Well, good advice, Willie. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I also still, surprisingly, have a few nasturtiums blooming. Oh, really? Uh, those are usually pretty tender. Yes, I have been amazed. Um, but I had some in a pot and some in the ground under a rose bush that are still blooming. And then, for some reason or another, one out on one side of the the patch of them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow. So, anyway, surprises, since you were talking about all the things last week that yeah. are still blooming. Yeah, and still blooming this week. <clears throat> And, of course, pansies. <laughs> oh, of yeah. course. You can't leave those out. <laughs> anyway, and and my hanging planters are still going strong. No kidding. Yes. The, with the geraniums and the, mm-hmm. um, can't think the name of the ones that trail, that look like a petunia. Oh, Calabracoa? Calabracoa, yes. Oh. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a break. <laughs> I, I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready to have to stop watering and all that sort of thing. I'm ready to put it all away for the winter and take a break. Yeah, Christmas is coming. Yeah. I, I had the same feeling. I got up this morning thinking, uh, now I have to hook up the hoses again yeah. <laughs> and get those things watered. Yeah. <laughs> but they're only getting a drink once a week, so well, maybe they will get the hint. Yeah, that's easier. Okay. Well, thank you for your call, Willie. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate the names to help out this neighbor, too. Sure thing. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Speaking of annuals in your pots over the summertime, what I'm looking for, and haven't found for a couple years now, is a big kufia. Oh. What do they call it? A firecracker plant Uh or something? Firecracker plant or cigar plant? Um, the only one I can find is one called Kufia Vermilion, Vermilionaire, I think. Yeah, Vermilionaire, uh-huh. Um, and a couple of years before that, I had one that got really big. Those there was are nice. one called Batface, I think. There was one called Batface that had a much bigger flower than yeah, Vermilionaire. Yeah, bigger flower and bigger yeah. plants. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted is a bigger plant. I mean, Vermilionaire was good, but <clears throat> I got some big pots and I want really show. Well, I have to tell you that you were correct uh, uh, when I told you I was going to grow some cup and saucer vines, <clears throat> and yes. you said, don't bother. <laughs> okay. Still green and still hasn't bloomed yet, have they? <laughs> <laughs> they they got 12 feet tall. Yeah. They were they were the most vigorous climbers I've ever seen in my life. I mean, even more vigorous than trumpet vine. They, they grew clear from my lower 
patio all the way up to my second floor deck. <laughs> Just solid. Not a single flower. They're all dead now. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. But at least I can say I tried. You did. Well, it was, it was green. You know, green's a color, too. I know. We kind of forget that green's a color. I, I mean, we, <laughs> I was just thinking over the summer sometime. That I, I don't know what, what possessed me to think of this. That uh, <clears throat> It seems like we can't talk about gardens and flowers without talking about color, 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 color. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about uh, rock gardens. You got to talk about color, 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 color. I'm thinking, you know, green's a color too. Lots of colors of green. Yeah. I mean, there are entire gardens that are nothing but different colors, colors and textures of green, of green. I could, and silver. I could go for that for for a change. Yeah. I mean, when you when you pick up a rock garden bulletin or a magazine, and you turn the pages, color, 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 color. They don't show just green plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, there there are gardens that focus strictly on the foliage and any color that comes out of it. If if it, anything does bloom, it's just gravy. Yeah, but it's not the reason the yeah. plant was put in to begin yeah. with. So it's okay, people. If you have things that that don't bloom, it's okay. Yeah. Most of my hostas don't bloom. Yeah, and even when they do, it's like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> cut them off anyway. <laughs> And we and we don't grow elephant ears for for blooms. No, that's true. We grow See, they're for, uh, mostly green. Mm-hmm. There are some dark purples and almost black ones. And now they're getting white into the leaves too. But but you grow them for the impressive leaves. Yeah, and green leaves for the most part. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. Who am I going to next? Oh, that's going to be Jolene out in Denver. Good morning, Jolene. Good morning. How are you guys? Oh, just dandy. What's going on with you? Well, um, I've got we we put a little bird bath on the on the the ground, and every morning about nine ten o'clock, we have a lot of little visitors, and one of them is a big gray, but it has a little bit of red, and I know it's a type of woodpecker. But what what Jim, you when I used to listen to your show many years ago, you used to call them something else. What was that? A flicker. Flicker. Yeah, probably flickers, yeah. I'm thinking if it's a biggish bird. Yeah, it's a big bird. It's great, and it's got, just, just got a touch, yeah, of, touch red of red around its throat. Yeah, yeah and, if, and if you have lots of them around, you may see one every now and again that has a touch of yellow around its throat. Mm-hmm. Those well, used to be called a different species, but I think they're just color phases. Well, they're real funny because they'll all go, <clears throat> it, and it's not a very big um, uh, bird bath. But they'll all sit around the edge, and then yeah. some people, some of the little robins will try to get in, and then they'll chase them off. But then when they leave, that bird will come back. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's the bird, by the way, if you look along your sidewalks, you'll see some dirt disturbed right along the edge of the sidewalk. That's the flicker looking for ants. Oh, Okay. Well, we have those. I know we have ants. And if you have ants that happen to... Happen to uh, uh, what's the the phase? I'm thinking the, like a bazillion ants come out of one hill one time. Oh, when they swarm, swarm, yes. And you know, and you would think flickers come here, come here. I've never seen a flicker with a swarm <laughs> of ants, and they're you know they could they could feast there for a week. Yeah, no kidding. But they don't. Huh. Well, they when they get on the patio, 
you can see them looking because the patio is all wood. Mm-hmm. You can see them looking. They'll turn their head every which way. Oh yeah, yeah. If they're, they're checking out what they can find, uh, they're looking for places to peck. Yes. And in the springtime, they'll <laughs> they'll create a racket. Sometimes they'll go up in your drain spout and start pecking on it, or or a, a vent. Uh, yeah, vent cover. roof vent cover, uh, and no, and that's loud. It sounds like machine gun fire. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, it does. So, okay, I just wanted to know, and I wanted to thank Margaret for because my other question was going to be, when do I put my rose collars on? So um, she already got that answered for me. Yeah, but it's too early yet. It's early. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Sure. Have a happy uh, Thanksgiving. You thank you for well. calling. That's right. That's All right. Thank you. Coming up here pretty. This, today's, uh, that's right, Friday the 13th falls on a Saturday this month. So it's the 13th, and we got, do the math, 12 more days. Somewhere between, you know, 7 and 30. <laughs> okay. I don't have a calendar in front I of don't, me. I don't need it. I have one on my phone, but that means I have to reach over there and pick it up. So what good is it? I know. It should read my mind. Hey, uh, speaking of, of phones, I mean, they, they seem to do everything. Does your phone have a mirror on it? A mirror? So that you can look at it and, you know, and do your quaff and stuff. Well, you can go to camera and flip it. Take a picture of yourself. Well, no, it's like a yeah. mirror. Well, I, you know, like, I guess. It's like a mirror. I, yeah, I guess you're right. That might actually be better than a mirror. Yeah, I'm still ugly. So, what are you going to do? It doesn't make me look better. (laughs) No phone does. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. What do we got going on right now? We've got Luann waiting to talk to us. Luann, good morning. She looks better all the time. Actually, I was just about to say that it's way too early in the morning to talk about mirrors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, keep the lights low. Don't put my contacts in until about noon. Okay. <laughs> just out of self-preservation. <laughs> hey, I have to point out one thing that yeah. I love the green of. Succulents. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this like a rainbow of green. Well, there you go. Houseplants yeah. in general are yeah. mostly green. Yeah. 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 But uh, the... the, the gray-green, the blue-green, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost bluish. I love succulents. They're so cool. Um, so, hey, we're here to talk about upcoming holiday events today. Okay. And I, my goal is to make your head spin. So Uh-oh. Grab on. <laughs> Don't let okay. it fly off. You've got, a, you've got a 20 minutes here to go. Okay, i got two handles. I'm ready. Okay. All, right. All right. So, upcoming at Tagawa Gardens, um, probably, well, actually starting very soon, like maybe Monday, Tuesday. We have um, our, our first shipment of Christmas trees is in. They are in the preparation stage right now. They're getting that extra fresh cut, and they will be displayed in water indoors. Excellent. And if you have a cold, well, actually, I shouldn't say that in these times. I was going to say, normally, if you had a cold, you come in and you breathe that stuff, and you feel better all the way because the, the scent of the green is just it's lovely. It's its own Oh, yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful smell. So we uh, got those in, I believe, yesterday, and they are, they are doing all the trimming and all the prep. We hope to have them up and ready for purchase Monday, Tuesday-ish, because they're bringing in a whole lot of trees. Um, so call ahead if you're just straining at the bit to get a tree, but um, we should have them in. They're in sort of the post-production stage right now, so mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. the trees coming in, and they will be in water, and I totally agree that that can make a huge difference. Get them in water. Oh, yeah, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, indeed. Um, poinsettias are coming in. Last year we had about 25 varieties, I think. Um, so they are coming in, and I counted about eight the other day when I was in, and I know they're just going to be steadily getting more and more. So there are those who kind of like to, to jump ahead a bit and for Thanksgiving kind of treat it as pre-holiday, pre-Christmas and have some poinsettias out. Well, yeah, they last forever. They do. They do. Don't let them wilt. I figured that yeah. out. Never <laughs> yeah. let them wilt. Never. They will never forgive you. <laughs> so those are coming in, and that's going to be a whole lot of fun to see those start to take shape. And then we do have word that, that Santa will be visiting in person this year. Couldn't do that last year. No. So we'll have uh, our lovely Santa, who has visited us for so many years. He's, he's a lovely, beautiful man. Of course, Santa is a lovely, beautiful man. Um, but we're asking people to pre-register online for a respectfully, socially distanced visit in person with Santa. So you can bring your list, you can bring your own camera. We have a professional photographer there ready to take pictures of the kiddos. And Santa will be there several Saturdays and Sundays in the weekends following Thanksgiving. So I won't make your head spin so much with all the dates because that'll, that will be you know, kiss of death for your kids. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Santa <clears throat> in-person, socially distanced, so everybody can stay safe and happy. Coming up on, uh, let's see, that would be November 26th to the 28th, last weekend of the month, we have our shop, small shop, local sale, just in time for holiday shopping. So that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the last weekend of the month, 20% off store-wide, everything, except a very few items like maybe food and and custom containers and that kind of thing. But, you know, we are having our Christmas sale before Christmas, our holiday sale, 20% off everything. So, you know, it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Because you're going to find things at Gala Gardens you will never find at the mall. Absolutely. It's so much fun to go there. It's one of those, I call them destination garden centers. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We, we I don't care where you live, it's worth the trip. It is, it is. And it'll be festive and fun and you know, it's just everybody's kind of, I'm with you, Keith. I'm kind of ready to phase out of the growing season, although I'm going to be spending my day watering, too. But, yeah, it's just I love the shift. I'm ready for the shift as much as this has been the number one five-star fall in my memory. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's been stunning. Of course, but, I've shifted everything from outside to inside now, so I'm working just as hard on the stuff inside <laughs> as I was outside. That's true, but you can do it barefoot now. And? <laughs> and? <laughs> and? And? Clothes optional. <laughs> I was going to go with the adult optional adult beverage. But you, you, you know, that's true. That's true. Just yeah, that's right. He can go barefoot and his dogs will clean his feet for him. That's right. <laughs> what else have we got? A beautiful art show and sale coming up November 27, 28th. Colorado oh. artists. Many of them uh, will be offering one of a kind. These are really lovely artists that are coming to, to see us. That's on the end of the uh, Saturday, Sunday, twenty twenty eight. Um, we're inviting people to bring a can or two of a non or a package of a non-perishable food item, trying to help out the Parker Task Force, and we'll be collecting those November 26th through Sunday, December 2nd. So we're just, you know, it's the time to help people, not just shop for ourselves. It's like so much stuff. Oh, oh, the um, three weekends or so after Thanksgiving, we'll be having live porch pot demonstrations. So it's not a class; it's kind of a walk by. But this is one of the things that I really love about the fall season is we're expecting our fresh greens not too far from now, maybe, well, with deliveries being what they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're certainly hoping uh, by Thanksgiving, if not sooner, 
we'll have our beautiful assortment of fresh greens in. And making a porch pot is fun. It's easy. And if you're not inclined to tackle a massive 12-foot tree, porch pots are the way to go to really dress up your front entrance. I like it. Yeah, yeah. They're meant for outdoor, outdoor display. So uh, I wouldn't be putting them in, you know, as a centerpiece. Yeah. On a very large table. But, yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on at Tagawa's, and we would love to see you. And, uh, again, all of these details should be up and online by the end of today, we're hoping. There's so many things coming in and happening. It's all in flux. So by the end of today, the dates that I was uh, not inclined to mention precisely for the sake of your your little brain. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you're, welcome. you're most welcome. But, you know, shopping at Tagawa's is mm-hmm. such a treat any time of the year. And again, I keep saying you will find stuff you will not find at the mall. And that shop, small shop, local sale, 20% off, November 26th through 28th. Why wouldn't you do that? I agree. Right, right. And, and where are they going to do this at? They're going to do this at the indoor Tagawa Gardens, lovely garden center. World headquarters of our Tagawa Gardens <laughs> is right there in the Centennial. 7711 South Parker Road. That is one mile south of Arapahoe Road. All the details at TagawaGardens.com by this evening because our outreach crew, Lindsay and, and Megan and Deborah Ann, are Excellent. Burning up the keyboards. Getting all all right. Hey, before you go, can I ask you something? Uh, could you break free for uh, an afternoon, uh, and then you and I could go down to the Broadmoor Hotel <laughs> and try to convince them that they don't need to put all those tulip bulbs in everywhere they're going to do that. They should allow at least one or two beds full of garlic. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure it's a scenic, but but maybe the kitchen staff could be exactly to help lobby. Yeah, us. there you yes. go. I'm Water- sure they have a kitchen garden yeah. somewhere. Watering might. 200 or so garlic plants is one of my stores for today. Okay. Yeah, you know, so let there be garlic. I <laughs> agree. time of year, it's okay. a good thing. All right. Happy giblets to you. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk at you soon. All right. Thank you, Luann. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> so there, that's what we're going to be doing uh, soon. We're going to Broadmoor, plant garlic. All right. All right. Gorilla gardening, huh? <laughs> we're going to do it at night. Yeah. Okay, folks, we're out of here. On our head. We're out of here for just a short break. We'll be back really soon right here on Legends 810. Whether it's a family Thanksgiving or a Friendsgiving celebration, flowers are the finishing touch. Give thanks to all the special people in your life. Sending flowers is a meaningful gesture that will be remembered for years to come. Make memories and make flowers part of your holiday tradition. At Lafayette Florist Gift Shop and Garden Center, we deliver your sentiments locally and around the world. It's easy to send flowers. Check out our website for beautiful choices. Order online at lafayetteflorist.com. Call and speak to one of our floral experts or stop by. We're open daily. Come check us out. Lafayette Florist is a tropical greenhouse filled with indoor plants, succulents, and pottery. Browse through two floors of holiday decorated and gift showrooms. Visit our walk-in cooler for a pre-made bouquet, a custom-designed bouquet, and buckets of fresh-cut flowers to choose your own creation. We're your one-stop holiday shopping spot. Bring your shopping list and we'll help you knock it out. Visit Boulder County's premier florist and garden center, Lafayette Florist Gift Shop and Garden Center, located at 600 South Public Road in the heart of Lafayette. Family-owned and celebrating over 70 years in business. For more information, visit us online at lafayetteflorist.com or call us at 303-665-5555. And we are back here on Legends 810 taking your phone calls and celebrating this 
today. This is Start a Rumor Day today. That should fit right in with everything else going on in the world. No kidding. <laughs> God. It's also the day in 1940 that Walt Disney's Fantasia debuted. Oh, it's one of my favorite yeah. movies. 1940. Wow. The music alone is worth it. Oh, yeah. Going I agree. See. I agree. I remember when I was a... Dating my wife, we took her and her little sister to Fantasia. And at the time, her little sister loved hippos. Oh. And they had that whole hippo. Yeah. And she burst out. I mean, she was laughing so hard. <laughs> and it caused us to start laughing. And then everybody around is like in concentric <laughs> rings. Which <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh. All right. Let's get back out to the phones. We've got people waiting to talk to us. And we're going to start with Lee in Littleton. Good morning, Lee. Hello there. Hey. Great to talk to you. You do. Uh, thank you. Well, I, uh, we have a uh, lawn issue that I wanted to get your ideas on. We, we have a bluegrass lawn, and this is in the shade of uh, or underneath a, a large uh, locust tree, honey locust tree. And we've had lawn there for a gazillion years and no problems, really. However... Uh, we went through the whole summer. Everything looked just fine. And this fall, I would say in the last month to six weeks maybe, um, we have an area that started out kind of small that looked a little gray. And then when we realized, um, you know, that it, if you walk through it, it was like a du the dust was rising, like a, maybe mm -hmm. a mildew or something. Well, now it has grown in an area, and I've stopped raking there because I didn't know if I was spreading this thing or not. Um, but I need help with that. I don't know if it's something that's going to cure itself over the winter, haha, or if I can, if there's something we should be doing now. Is this, is this in probably the, the, the most shady spot? That the grass is growing? Um, yes, but it, it started after the leaves have been dropping from that locust tree. It's, it's, uh, it wasn't a problem all summer when mm -hmm. it may have been very shady. So that's, to me, the, the difference there. Well, it does sound like a type of mildew, doesn't it, Jim? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's mildew. Yeah. And some years are worse than others. I haven't particularly noted this year being worse than others, but I'm not the least bit surprised. Is this, some, is this something she needs to treat for? I typically no. You don't treat for it. Um, it can kill the <coughs> grass blades if it's uh, if it's thick enough, but it doesn't doesn't kill the grass itself. Okay. It, it it'll disappear on its own. All right. And so the I mean there were there are leaves there from the locust and like i said i've i've raked and raked because we also have a big maple in the backyard and, but i've ignored that area recently yeah, because I, I didn't know if i that was spreading it and plus when i do rake there it's the dust just flies yeah. so, are you still watering uh we haven't uh recently but yes we have watered since we've had the system down yeah, I would, I would ensure that you, when you water, <clears throat> probably early morning is a good time to water and, and let that grass dry off as much as it can okay. before nightfall. And then raking that area, I would water just before so everything's nice and wet when you rake and then you're not going to have that dust problem. I see. Mm -hmm. But it's going to spread around. I mean, it's in the air. It's like bread mold. It's everywhere. So it, it, it doesn't, it, what, you, what you're doing is not going to cause it to spread farther. Okay. <clears throat> I All think right. it's it's mostly environmental. 
And, and once again, oh, surprise, we have yet another different fall. Yes. Well, this, I concur with everybody else. This has been amazing. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, we have warm, we're going to have a yeah. warm day today. And uh, some days haven't even got out of the 40s Mm-mm. and followed it's, with a day that's, uh, you know, into the, in the low 70s. I know. That's it's, environmental, and there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Well, uh, we've ex- finally had a year now where the leaves are off the trees. Yes. <laughs> it's so amazing because I was so tired the last few years of them freezing on yes. the tree of this maple especially. Yep. And then uh, we've got leaves all over the snow through the winter, and it's just ugly and, and uh, tiring. Yeah, so, I hear you. Having to rake. 12 months of the year instead of getting it over. So <laughs> yeah, yeah raking leaves up in the snow is just its just not a fun thing to do. That is that is mean. And yeah. Anyway, uh, so I don't need to treat this. No, I don't think so. And I sh- should water early so that it has time to dry. Yes. And, okay. And, and I'm not saying that's going to eliminate it. It's just it's better that way than, okay. than not. It's just so bizarre because we've been here for decades yeah. and we've never seen yeah. this before anywhere in our lawn that's definitely one of those opportunistic diseases that will pop up when the conditions are right whatever those conditions happen to be at the time uh and possibly probably something that you don't have any control over okay well good because i didn't want to have to control it oh but anyway that's great i'm glad that it's uh maybe temper uh, it's uh, temporary and can be gone next yeah year. yeah i wouldn't Try not to be too concerned. It may return next year, or it may not. Yeah, well, excellent. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks for your call. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Hey, you want to check out our Facebook page. There's a number of new things. I put a bunch of new things up there this morning. That, that, uh, That rose... That rose... What am I calling it? Arrangement. There we go. Jeez. Arrangement I saw in, in this lobby of this hotel. I, I picture that. You're not going to believe it. It's no, I'm going to go take I, it. Take a check. <laughs> unbelievable. Check it out. And it had to be thousands of dollars of roses in there. Anyway, uh, my red twig dogwood been in full fall color. I mean, so what? Uh, <laughs> my my smoke bush uh, looking great this year. Better than it has ever looked. Yeah. Beautiful fall color. You have one called, it's Grace, isn't it? That's Grace, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, one you posted last week, this new Japanese maple that's supposed to be Cold hardy to zone four. Mm-hmm. That's extremely unusual. Mm-hmm. It's called Velvet Viking. And I have a picture of that in there. The newest echinacea that I've been able to find, one called Super Duper. It's a seed-grown echinacea. And it's fully double. In fact, it looks exactly like a chrysanthemum. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you are got to wonder why. Why? I have pictures of my pear uh, leaf coloring. This is not the ornament or the... Bradford type pear that, that we talked about earlier. This is just the ordinary, you know, fruits kind of pear. And a uh, beautiful fall color this year. My goodness. And if you want to th- look at, at fall color in native plants, my front yard was full of native plants and fall color and lots of things I've never seen fall color on before. So check out our Facebook page. There's all kinds of neat stuff in there. All right. Well, let's get one more color in before the top of the hour, and that's going to be Lynn in Lakewood. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Hey there, what's going on? Um, this is a follow-up question to a caller you had last week. It was about um, apple trees. Um, 
she was talking about how her trees were wonderful without having any, um, you know, worms. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I had lovely apples as well, but I had most, a lot, most of them had worms. So I was wondering, without spraying, if you had any advice on, you know, what you could do. Next you, that would be growing, if you will, organically. Uh, yeah. That's that's a different ball game altogether. And there are some organic sprays that you can use. Yeah, organic sprays. Getting back to sprays again. Right, and that would start, you know, immediately after petal fall. After all the petals have dropped off the tree, then you need to start spraying with whatever organic material you choose to use. Phenosid is the one that comes to mind, but there are several others. Um, neem oil is one. Uh, but you need to, you know, make sure that you are on a regular schedule and don't let it lapse until about the middle of July, and then you can discontinue. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <coughs> Thanks for calling. And the music indicates that we're done. We finished. We're done. Two whole hours of answering garden questions this morning. Thank you for asking those questions on the air. We appreciate that. And those those of you who didn't ask any question, we well, thank you for listening to the show. Remember, as always, keep that shovel sharp and be careful where you dibble. We're going to be back next weekend uh, with more of your garden questions when you call them in right here on Legends Eight Ten and tomorrow night on this very station. The station is going to repeat this show all over again with everything we've ever said today. Today. <laughs> it gets confusing. So that's from 6 until 8 p.m. Same station. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend.